Hi guys and welcome back to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the events of the week ending Friday, June 9th, 2023. In this week's episode, I'll be covering US employment data released last Friday, the latest interest rate decision handed down by the RBA this week, and lastly, we'll take a look at the Australian economy and how it's tracking as measured by GDP for the first quarter of 2023. So let's get into it. So last Friday saw some US employment data release, which showed that the unemployment rate in the US has lifted from 3.4% in April, and it's lifted to 3.7% in, in May. So the consensus was for a lift to a, a lower level of 3.5%. So it's lifted to 3.7. And we also saw growth in average hourly earnings uh, in the United States as well. So the, the average earning that uh, an American is, is receiving per per hour also lifted, but it lifted by less than expected. So average hourly earnings lifted by 0.3% in, in May, and that allowed the the wage growth, I guess, pace to, to remain steady at, at an annual rate of 4.3%. And these two data points support the case, uh, I guess, for the, for the Fed to pause next week. And so it was met with some positive uh, equity market sentiment on, on Wall Street on Friday. Now to the more notable economic event this week in the RBA's latest interest rate decision, where they lifted rates for the, the 12th time in, in the last 13 months, taking the cash rate here in Australia uh, to 4.1%. So they lifted by 25 basis points. And in the statement that followed, it, it's they had, the board had said that recent data indicated upside risks to the inflation outlook increasing and that the board has responded to this with this interest rate decision. They also went on to say that while goods inflation is slowing, service price inflation is still very high and is proving to be very persistent overseas as well. Unit labor costs are also rising briskly uh, with productivity growth remaining subdued as well. So the recent data that the the board is probably talking about in the the statement is the, the wage price data that we received two weeks ago from the, the ABS, which showed that wages on average here in Australia have increased by 3.7% over the last year. And in addition to that, last week, we had the Fair Work Commission uh, approve a an annual award rate wage rise of 5.75%. So those are some contributing factors uh, that could see inflation continue to persist and the, the RBA has responded to that to some degree. Most economists had said this interest rate decision was going to be a real line ball decision, and most of them did err on the side of caution and were sitting in the, the pause camp. So again, they've sort of been left wrong-footed by the, the Reserve Bank. And in terms of a market reaction, we, we did see the ASX 200 kind of react accordingly to the to the surprise, and, and it did close about 1.2% lower on, on Tuesday. The Australian dollar, on the other hand, rallied on, on the rate rise decision and was about 1% higher against the, the US dollar, about 1% higher against the euro as well, and 1.2% higher against the, the New Zealand dollar. Now let's take a look at some economic data on Australia's economy that was released um, by the ABS this week on, on Wednesday. So essentially each quarter there's this uh, data release referred to as the national account. So it's got data on GDP, gross domestic product, uh, Australia's productivity, 
and things like household savings ratios as well. So uh, this quarter, so for the for the quarter ending March 2023, showed that the Australian economy grew by only 0.2% in the March quarter 2023, and the annual uh, GDP was 2.3%, which is weaker than the expected 2.4%. And the May budget uh, that we we had last month had predicted GDP to be 3.25% this financial year. Of course, these these are just estimates. But if, if we're going to achieve that, we're going to need a, a large sort of uptick in GDP through the, the June quarter. Uh, but I mean, it is GDP is expected to, to slow into 2024. So it, we may be seeing some of this uh, slow down already. We also saw worker productivity uh, down 0.3% in, in the March quarter, which is measured as GDP, uh, I guess, so GDP output per hour worked. So essentially, uh, we want to see this increasing. So we want to see more output per hour worked. And this is sort of a going concern in the, the Australian economy right now as you know, we're seeing wages increasing, but not necessarily seeing productivity um, or, you know, output increase at the same pace. So that's something that the, the RBA governor has warned and mentioned it in the, the latest interest rate statement as well. So they want to see that lift in the coming, uh, in the coming 12 months. Uh, taking a look at household savings ratios. So this is a, a measure, this measures the percentage that Australians are, are saving as a proportion of their disposal income. And we saw savings ratios down to 3.7% in the, the March quarter. So this has come down from 4.4% in the December quarter. And this is really just due to the cost of living impacts, uh, you know, people's ability to, to save. And if we sort of compare this to, you know, a year ago, uh, savings ratios were, were about uh, 11%. Let's take a look at what global equity markets have done over the last week. The ASX 200 is down 0.5% for the last week. The US S&P 500 is up 1.73. The Euro stocks 50 is up 0.94%. The UK's FTSE 100 is up 1.46%. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong is up 5.94%. And the Australian dollar against the US dollar is is up close to 2% over the last week, sitting at about US 67 cents. So that's definitely been helped by the, the RBA lifting interest rates earlier this week. Looking to next week, it'll be a data-heavy week in the US with a CPI release for the month of May on Tuesday, followed by the Fed uh, making an interest rate decision on Wednesday. And with interest rates at 5.25% in the US at the moment, the, the, consensus, the consensus is for the Fed to, to pause for, for the first time in what would be the last 12 months. But this is naturally going to depend on the, the inflation data, so that the CPI print that comes out the, the day before. It's expected that the annual rate of inflation in the US is, is likely to slow to 4.1% in, in May. It's currently at 4.9%. That's all for this week, guys. I'm taking some annual leave over the next two weeks and I'll, I'll be back the week beginning June 26. So I'll definitely look to cover the, the major events of the next two weeks in a, in a larger episode once I'm back. Until then, stay well and thanks for listening.